Thanks for tuning into our podcast. While you listen and think about the topics we will explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and drive to protect others and yourself. That is how you deliver flawless services to our customers and make a great living moving America with rail. Enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. I'm Michael. And I'm Roman. Summer went by fast, did it not? It did. For me, it did. Way you know, too fast. Winter's coming. That means the roads are going to, no matter where you're at in the country, ice, snow, freezing rain, whatever it is, let's keep it safe. Let's keep it on the road, okay? What do you think, Mike? Your typical safe seven, when the white stuff starts to fall, you want to add a little bit. Give yourself a little extra time. Yeah, you know, slow down, you, stay back. Those are two good ones right there. Right, correct? exactly. Yeah, expect the expected. You know, know what's happening around you. So the first guest we're going to introduce here, uh, Sam Manter. She's with the Flatbed Division. Before you get into what you actually do, we just gave you a basic for all our, our listeners of who you are. Tell us about yourself. What do you do? Where you came from? How you chose the rail? How long you've been here? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All right. Well, so I'm, you know, Sam Anter. I'm fleet operations manager presently in Flatbed, but I have filled a, a number of roles. Came to rail originally from totally outside the industry. I had no idea what rail was. Worked with uh, restaurant management. Mm-hmm. Had a uh, had a. a Big issue with working for an owner-operator um, at the time, one of those franchisees who uh, had some issues with how to treat people and how to treat people right. Threw a bis- tray of biscuits at one of my employees, and I, it's the only time in my life I've ever walked out from a job. He threw a tray of biscuits. He threw a tray of biscuits at the employee because she was taking too long to count money. Food so same here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of reminds me of that kale story, throwing it in the trash. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. No, Sam. you're fine. So I, I, I kind of started applying everywhere uh, that I could find online. And so I, I found rail and I started reading about it, particularly our values. That appealed to me and I applied. And what's funny is when, you know, a new fleet manager or someone applies, we have to do this video interview thing. Right. And no one tells you how to pronounce it before you go in. So the whole video interview, I'm calling it Roel. <laughs> totally embarrassing myself. Somehow I, 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 I got to the end of the road, though, and I'm actually coming up on my seven years in October. Uh, Sounds Spanish, Roel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> El Roel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's been a whirlwind. Started as a fleet yeah. manager, then became the onboarding manager. What I have been doing now for the past four years is primarily working with the trainers and the new drivers that come in. What is your biggest challenge doing what you do now? The biggest challenge right now is is making sure we have the right people and enough of the right people to help train these new drivers coming in. It is something that not a lot of people understand when they get into, and, and a lot of my driver trainers will tell you that when I first convinced them right. to be a trainer, I had to really sell it. Right. I mean, you know, really go out there and be like, look, give it a try. If you don't like it, it's it you're not locked into it forever. That's a that's a tough gig. I mean, you're you're in a truck with a with an individual for a month at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's already a small cab to begin with, and then you throw another individual in it, and you know, personalities clash. 
uh, it takes a special person. And to me personally, I think we have some of the best trainers that in any company. I've worked for a couple of different places, and by far our trainers are the best. They absolutely are. And, and I will tell you that the trainers that I work with are some of the most fabulous, caring people. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Once I got a phone call after hours because I got a I got a right. work cell, and sometimes the trainers reach out to me for some help if they've got concerns. And one of the trainers reached out to me on New Year's Eve after I got off work, and it wasn't, "Oh my God, we're not getting along." It's, "I know it's a long weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't want the student to spend the next three days struggling." Right. What I, I'm I can't get to him. I can't you know, make the connection. This is his learning style. Help me reach mm-hmm. that. And that person's still a, a trainer here for us today. He That's actually wonderful. was one of my drivers when I was a fleet manager. So I take a lot of, lot of pride in that relationship <laughs> and everything. So Right. Most of the time when I see people come through, when me and Roman do DSCs with people and stuff like that, you see a personality type mm-hmm. a lot and, and skill set. A lot of people are really good. They have good skill sets, but they don't have the personality to deal with training people. Mm-hmm. And I see that myself. I'm sure Roman does as well. And the first thing I tell them is, after you've been here for a while, you know, a year or so down the road, you really should look into training because you have that personality that would be good for that. Not everybody's going to get along. Like right. you said, it's it's tough. The And then it's making sure that, you know, they're, the trainers are comfortable reaching out and saying, hey, we're not getting along. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Can we find a different swap? Because at the end of the day, we want to make sure we are putting the best people on the road. And that starts with the best people out there doing the training. Yeah, I, I completely agree with so you. So, what do you tell that struggling trainer? What do you, what, what 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 could you tell them to, to to calm them down, to make them see something that they're not? What do you? How are you giving them advice? I mean, what advice are you giving mm-hmm. that trainer? When it comes to that for me, it's to ask them how much, you know, how much are you listening to them? What questions are you asking them when, when they're talking to the student? Mm-hmm. You know, hear what they're saying. And, and if they're not saying anything, you know, be comfortable being that gentle push or, or asking the student, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. What can I do to help you? Because this is their training. This is their new career. Right. It's a whole fresh start for, for many of our drivers. So if there's any of our drivers out there and you guys are looking to become trainers, where's it, what's a good way? Where, where should they look? Yeah, how do they get a hold of you or who do they get in contact with? I'm based out of the Gary Terminal, and mm-hmm. I am more than happy if anyone's coming through Gary to come see me. But they can also call me at my direct line as 715-591-7262. And if I'm not available, leave me a message. I will absolutely call you back. You know, we want to get people out on the road as quickly as we can because if you're if you're not rolling, you're not making money. And right. it's important to us that we get you through training and get you making that sense per mile and, and rolling in the miles because we want to help you support your family. I hear you talking about this right now. Sell this on me. What What's something that makes me go, I want to be a trainer? So have you ever driven down the road? Yes. And, and, <laughs> and had, or twice. had someone do something just absolutely mind-blowing to you? They weren't taught the right way. And that's why we need the people who know the right way, who are doing the right things, who are driving the railway to be out there teaching those people. But you know what? On top of it, too, they have to remember that Every person who passes through their truck, one of the last questions we ask a trainer is, do you feel comfortable with this person driving next to your loved ones? Okay. And if you can't say yes to that, 
-hmm. then they're not ready. Mm -hmm. Being a trainer is not just being somebody who drives with them for 20 days. It's being a mentor. And it's a partnership long term mm -hmm. in that I I've got, you know, actually something just happened the other night. I was at home and I got a, a phone call on my work cell and it was a student actually. And he says to me, oh no, I meant to call my trainer. I'm right. sorry, but you know, I was clicking the phone number through the text you sent me. And uh, it, it honestly just warmed my heart and you know, really, cause, and he was explaining to me, his trainer told him he can call him anytime. He had a question regarding the securement and he said at the end, he goes, I just don't wanna hurt anybody. That's a good way. Knowing that that trainer's out there saying, you can call me for help. It's nice to know that he had that, he instilled that into him. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not just training you and then we're done with you. Mm -hmm. You know, he knew to call, reach out to his trainer. He didn't want to hurt anybody. I, I like yep. that. That's a good story. And we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of trainers who have been doing this a, a long time. I've got a gentleman coming up who's been with us for, it'll be 19 years. Wow. wow. And he has gone on to pass his knowledge on to over 130 students and is also got several drivers who have gone on to become trainers. Well, don't leave us on yeah. the edge of our who seat. Is who is this? It's this rock star. Donnie Moore, 3624. There you go. When you guys see that, you know, give <laughs> a honk, do something, wave yep. at him, obviously in a safe way. But uh, you guys see him at a terminal, truck stop, wherever, customer, go shake his hand, guys. All right. Good job, Donnie. Mm -hmm. I've had lots of trainers go on to be instructors, Marshfield, Conley. We have one here today, our yeah. second guest today, yeah. Mr. Andrew Minow. Good to see you. you know. Good to see you too, yeah. thank you. So tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew. I went to the GYCDL program in November 2016. I am now an instructor here at Rail Transport at our Marshfield uh, location for the GYCDL program. I first was a driver for the flatbed division, then I moved on a little over a year later, I moved on to become an uh, over the road trainer. Little over two months later, I became an instructor. They had an opening, and I, with my flatbed experience, they thought it'd be very beneficial if I became an instructor for the Marshfield Terminal because we do a lot of the flatbed uh, training for the GYCDL. I got program. a question for you, Andrew. What was the hardest part for you to transition to an instructor? Yes, one thing I noticed when I was an over the road trainer is when it comes to brand new drivers learning how to back. As an over-the-road trainer, you spend a lot of your time polishing those skills that they learned in GYCDL. So I became an instructor. I told myself, I really need to make sure that the trainees have a good, solid foundation when it comes to backing skills. That way, for the over-the-road trainers, they can go ahead and take that skill set and make it into something great. Make good great. Now, our Get Your CDL group does an amazing job of laying the foundation. It's understanding that at no point in any of a, of, of a student's process does anyone get a fully finished product because even when they get off the trainer's truck and get to the FTM, they're still learning. I, I've seen, I've listened to some of the calls you guys have made with some of the students and as they progress, you guys, you speak to them and ask them certain you know, mm -hmm. questions. Can you tell a little bit about that? You're talking about during the phase yeah, two process right. for the trainer. Phase two. So when the fleet training managers are, are asking the student questions, they're looking to kind of hit the pain points that okay. we've seen. Things that drivers struggle with when they go solo to make sure that student is getting the information, mm -hmm. retaining it, and, and is able to verbalize it. And verbalizing it is different from being able right. to, apply to apply it, it absolutely. Right. Yeah. I trust the trainer mm -hmm. to be able to tell me if they can apply it. 
as a, you were a fleet manager as well, as you came out of that, if you got a, uh, a driver and they were struggling in certain areas, say with backing or whatever, I, I liked how you guys could scale, schedule it with additional training, what me and Roman do here, and give them a little bit of extra help so they don't mm-hmm. feel like you're just, I'm done with you, bye. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's one thing I could say about us here at Rail is we're never done with you. Nope. You know, I, I had a guy that come in today, been driving for 39 years. You know, I was able to give him a few pointers on to help him out. Mm-hmm. For, you know, from a guy that's a year driving or 39 years. And that goes back to personality too, right. Mike. You know, I mean, obviously if they're receptive to help, they're going to they're right. gonna take it in, you know. And not everybody's right. going not everybody's to be. everybody's like that, you know. And, I mean, and, and there's ways to work with people who mm-hmm. aren't receptive. You have to put it in perspective because everything boils down to perspective. Right. It, in getting them to understand what matters. It's about determination, determination and, and yeah. being, you know, believing in yourself and understanding that you have people that believe in you. There's a support system for everyone here. Everyone. It's probably the best. Yeah. 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 And, and regardless of whether you're, you're a man or a woman, it's about, you know, if you want to do this job, we will help you succeed in doing this job. And there's rewards for that. What I try to instill to everyone is that no matter what, it's okay to speak up because, and, and I, I had a really deep conversation with a student a couple weeks ago about advocating for yourself. You are your biggest advocate. And if you want change, you have to be comfortable saying what you want to see changed. And, and, you know, everything here at Rail is so open to feedback. We have the home surveys. We reach out to students when they get off their trainer's truck and ask them, you know, survey questions. These are opportunities for a driver to share their feedback. Well, it's been great having you guys for this podcast, Samantha and Andrew, Roman as always. Let's wrap it up and uh, run a little maybe, short on time. Yeah, run so a little short on time. Let's maybe we can have you guys back very soon. Yeah, we'll I'd love, love to have love you that. back. Thank you, yeah. Samantha. If anybody is considering becoming a trainer, how can we get a hold of you? Uh, So I encourage anyone interested in becoming a trainer to give me a call directly at 715-591-7262. Please remember, drive the railway, stay safe.